You're listening to You've Got This, Q&A number 58. I'm Katie Linder, host of You've Got This. Each week, I post a Q&A episode to answer questions related to surviving and thriving in an academic life. You can email, tweet, or comment in the show notes to ask a question that could be featured on the show. Now, on to today's question. This week, I'm responding to a question from a listener that I received uh, in a message on LinkedIn. And this is from Harriet. Harriet said, Hi, Katie, have you ever done or thought about a podcast episode on the sometimes emotional drain of writing and the fatigue that can come with deep work? At least I experience these. Not sure if you do. Thanks, Harriet. Thank you, Harriet, for asking this question. And um, of course, I experienced this. <laughs> I think that um, maybe some people think that I don't experience this kind of exhaustion or emotional drain because I do so many projects, but I certainly do. And I think this is an excellent topic um, to tackle on a Q&A episode. So I think that um, something I have always believed, and I'm not sure what you think of this, but something I've always believed is that we have a kind of finite amount of energy that we can give to creative work each day. And I think that you could break this down and think about it as like a finite energy that you could give to writing or to painting or um, to deep reflective thought, to planning, to research. I mean, like whatever kind of thing that you can think of that's kind of a draining of your brain. I think there's a finite amount that we can do in a day and then we kind of hit a wall. And in the same way that we might hit a wall with physical um, exercise or labor, you can do the same thing with your brain. And I do think that this gets replenished. I think that's the purpose of sleep. So it's not like once you hit your wall, you know, you're, you're done for the week or whatever. Um, I think if you get a good night's sleep and you rest your brain, you can be replenished for the next day. But I think that um, this has been a really helpful way for me to think about the emotional and the emotional drain of writing and the fatigue that can come with it because I always want to make sure that I'm spending that creative energy in the way that I want each day and that I am making intentional choices about where that energy is going. So for example, if I am working on a, um, a writing project at my day job that takes quite a bit of mental energy, like right now I'm working on a report for a national study that we've completed, and we're going to be releasing this report in the next couple of weeks. So we're getting down to the final stages. Um, there have been several days of kind of heavy writing on this, editing work, you know, really thinking carefully about the data and how we want to present it. I know that on those days, it's going to be very difficult for me to come home at the end of that day and do work on like my book, for example, or to you know work on something that I'm really going to have to think very carefully about or to do very detail-oriented work. By the end of those days, I'm tired. My brain is tired and it needs to rest before I can do additional work. So I have to be able to look at my calendar and to think about what are the days where I'm going to be able to have a pretty serious amount of creative output where is that creative output going to go? You know, where am I assigning it in terms of my projects? And then what are the other things I'm not going to be able to get to because I've kind of spent my brain energy in a particular way? And I think if you think about how are you, how are you spending this brain energy and what are you prioritizing or privileging that gets this energy, there will be things that are falling to the wayside. And you'll want to be thinking about, you know, is it being kind of prioritized in the ways that you want? 
Now, I have to say that I am a person who thrives a bit on this fatigue. I like at the end of the day feeling that because it means that I have done some really good creative work. Um, The challenge of it is that when I have really fatigued brain um, and I'm really tired after that creative work, I am physically tired as well. And this is something I don't know if you experience, Harriet, but I certainly do. I'm not sure if our other listeners experience this. So it means that I really have to prioritize things like working out in the morning because after I have a day of creative work, I do not want to do it at night. And I don't want to do much more than kind of um, take in something like Netflix or reading a novel or, you know, talking with my partner, something that's not going to require kind of this really deep Um, and detail level work. That is something I think that we each have different capacities for and thresholds for. So we need to build our schedules around it and to think about what are the kinds of things that we're sacrificing, um, like working out, for example, if we're constantly giving that energy to something that doesn't allow for it later in the day. I also think that the emotional drain of writing is something that you can prepare yourself for to some extent. And the best example I have of this is when I do writing retreats where I really try to rev myself up and I prepare myself kind of mentally um, and physically as best I can to know that I'm going to be doing a lot of creative output in a relatively short period of time. And you can see me talking about this. I've done a couple different retreats where I have um, done like short videos and things talking about my experiences with these different retreats. And usually when I'm recording the videos, I'm pretty tired. Um, This was also the challenge that I faced with the the April writing challenge I did uh, in 2017, where I was trying to write or work on my book for an hour every day. And squeezing this in was incredibly difficult. Um, And I often ended up doing like reading or something like that, because it was just really hard to do the creative output. Um, At the end of the day was was when I typically had to do that work. So I I think that you can see it, you can see the record of this um, in my own practice and my own process. Um, But I think that when I know a writing retreat is coming, and I know that I'm going to be doing that really intensive creative labor, I do the best I can, um, for example, to go to the grocery store in advance. So I know I'm not going to have to plan what I'm eating. I'm not going to have to leave my house. Um, I'm going to be able to kind of have a stocked fridge with healthy food that's going to keep my brain functioning as best it can. Um, During those periods, I go to bed early. Uh, I typically will work on um, in my downtime, like reading a book of essays on writing to kind of help me continue to process what I'm doing, um, but to give my brain a bit of a rest um, and to see what someone else's creative process looked like. One of my favorite books for that um, in my last retreat was uh, Danny Shapiro's Still Writing, which was perfect. I'll link to that in the show notes. But I think that there are ways that we can kind of get ourselves energized for those periods but also we have to be careful. You know, I gave myself a day at the end of my my 10-day writing retreat that I did in December um, of 16 to make sure that I wasn't going back to work completely exhausted um, because I knew that after putting out, you know, pages and pages of writing and working really hard on the book, you know, whenever you have that kind of grind, you you have to pull back and make sure that you're taking care of yourself and that you're not kind of burning the candle at both ends. So I do think there is a way to give yourself to your work, to feel that fatigue, and to do that kind of grind, but also to make sure that you're getting enough sleep, 
you're eating the right food, you're taking a walk, you know, you're stretching when you need to stretch, and that generally you're taking care of yourself in a way that really nurtures that creativity and that makes sure that you're not getting to a point where you're going to just completely burn out. And as I juggle so many projects, that is a paramount concern for me, that I really make sure that I'm not getting to a point where I'm going to burn out and that I can keep up the creative the creative output um, that I expect from myself and that my listeners and my readers and other people who follow my work are expecting of me as well. So Harriet, thank you so much for asking this question. Um, I definitely do experience this emotional drain of writing and the fatigue that comes with deep work. I think that it is about giving our brains and our bodies a rest and knowing our own limits. And everyone is going to have different limits. My limits have certainly changed as I have gotten older. Um, That's something I'm sure we all experience. But having kind of that reflective work with yourself to best understand your own boundaries, your own limits, and your own capacity for creative work, I think is really important. So thanks again for your question. And also thanks to YGT listeners for joining us this week. Remember, you can always ask a question that it might come up on the show. Uh, you can email feedback at ygtpodcast.com or you can tweet at ygt underscore podcast or at katie double underscore linder. Any question that you have that you want me to cover on one of these episodes. Thanks so much for listening this week. I'll be back next week answering another question. Show notes and transcripts for each episode of You've Got This can be found at YGT for You've Got This podcast.com. That's ygtpodcast.com. To comment on today's show, suggest a topic for me to discuss, or ask a question that could be featured in a future episode, connect with me on Twitter at Katie double underscore Linder or at YGT underscore podcast. You can also connect with me by emailing feedback at ygtpodcast.com. In addition to You've Got This, you can also hear from me each week on the Research in Action podcast and the Anatomy of a Book podcast, available in iTunes, and via the Academic Creative weekly email newsletter. Subscribe to this newsletter at katielinder.work to receive an essay focused on topics like productivity, resilience, and creativity delivered directly to your inbox each week. If you want to learn more about my work and projects, visit my website, katielinder.work. Thanks for listening.